This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Deese joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Wednesday. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Coming up in the major mortgage man cave today, we're going to talk with Lindsey Cruz, the great barrel racer from the state of Montana, uh, living down by Red Lodge now. Also going to uh, talk with Governor Greg Gianforte about the summer. There has been, uh, you know, obviously with wildfires, um, and, and the such, it's uh, it's been a tough summer so far, and it's only going to be worse. But we'll talk to the governor about what is being done. And uh, he also uh, proposed a new um, unemployment uh, thing yesterday, so we'll talk to the governor about that coming up. Uh, sporting the new uh, East Helena Vigilante gear I got yesterday from uh, Ty Ridgeway, so appreciate that, Coach. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. It's comfy, too. I can't. I like this. He's telling him. Go Vig. Uh, the Vigilantes. My uh, my Vigilantes. You can watch live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Listen on Podbean Network, One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com, uh, Twitter handle at JWalkerSports. You can also uh, email us, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com, and uh, you can uh, call into the show, too, uh, 209-1267. So. All right, all that is said and done. We're going to open with some uh, some good stuff today, and it comes from the city of Bozeman, and uh, it is baseball-related. But Gallatin Valley's 10 U All-Stars are headed to regionals, which is really cool. They are going to Eugene, Oregon for the Cal Ripken Pacific Northwest Regional Championships. Though uh, The winner there then ends up at the World Series in Florida. So it's uh it's very cool. So you got uh, players from Manhattan, Amsterdam, Three Forks, Townsend, and Whitehall, um, which is awesome. Even though Townsend and Whitehall not in Gallatin Valley, but they get to play, which is awesome for those kids. Uh, beat Belgrade, um, and got the job done. So the ten U kids from Bozeman heading to regionals at Eugene, Oregon. We told you about the softball team from. Uh, Billings heading out to, uh, down to California. Uh, let's see who, uh, who, uh, had a big game. Uh, lots of, uh, lots of great ones. Okay. There we go. And then on, uh, the Bozeman 13 U Babe Ruth team is headed to the Pacific Northwest Regional Sunday as well. They'll be in Ferndale, Washington. 
And that winner goes off to the Babe Ruth World Series in New York, and they got the job done, winning uh, the state tournament as well. So a couple of uh, couple of Bozeman teams and a Billings team for softball, two Bozeman baseball teams and a Billings softball team heading off to regionals, which is super cool. So uh, congratulations to uh, to those kids. That's that's awesome, man. I love it. Love it, love it. Uh, you've also got some girls competing in the Junior Cup, young female golfers. Um, Team Montana, you got Macy Greenwood of Corvallis, Samantha Yates and Adelie Lloyd of Bozeman, Emma Woods of Fairfield. Lauren Nielsen is the captain, and they are uh, competing uh, against teams from California, Nevada, Hawaii, Washington, Oregon, Arizona, Colorado, Mexico. Utah, New Mexico, Idaho, Wyoming, Mexico, again, and the uh, and Alberta and British Columbia. So teams from Alberta and British Columbia were allowed to come across the border to Idaho. How about that? Because remember the Legion teams couldn't. So there you go. Uh, they're playing. They'll wrap up tomorrow. Teams from Mexico, California, Arizona usually win this thing. but And then uh, you've got the Montana State Am for uh, girls next week. So The boys team will be in Wyoming. Carson Hackman of Laurel, uh, Jack Priggy of Butte, Caden McDonough and Zeke Booz of Missoula. They're pretty good. So good. cool. That's awesome. Congrats. Uh, let's see here. What else did we want to hit on here in the early going? Um, I saw a report today, and it's blowing up Twitter, but Oklahoma and Texas apparently have looked to uh, the SEC to move there from the Big 12, or whatever it's called now. It's all this realignment. Remember, we did this, I don't know, a decade ago, and then it's just, it happens like every every five or six years, it seems like we get this realignment talk. So now we are going to probably get the, well, the Grizz should move up, because the Grizz are better than everybody in the FCS. I mean, that was a talk for the last 20 years, really, or the, the first part of the first half of this, uh, this 2000s. From 2000 to like 2010 was, oh, the Grizz, they should move up. But where does it put the Cats and the Grizz? Where does it put the Big Sky? Because you've got teams coming from, uh, the whack is back in the FCS, not D1 or FBS, but uh, so that'll be back. But uh, it's interesting to, to keep an eye on because it eventually does trickle down to the smaller schools, especially in the NCAA, but where does... You know, if Oklahoma and Texas head to the SEC, where does that leave the Big 12 and then the Big 10 and then the Pac-12, which has like 19 teams? Speaking of which, the Pac-12 has its media days next week. And I bring this up only because um, Washington State's coach, Nick Rolovich, uh, said that uh, he's not going to media days. says, uh, Reading his quote here, as the Pac-12 conferences required that all in-person participants at next week's Pac-12 football media day be fully vaccinated, I will participate remotely and look forward to talking about our football team and the incredible young men in our program. 
I've elected not to receive the COVID-19 vaccine for reasons which will remain private. Uh, while I have made my own decision, I respect that every individual, including our coaches, staff, and student athletes, can make their own decision regarding COVID-19 vaccine. I will not comment further on my decision, end quote. So that was from Nick Rolovich, the Washington State coach. Now, all Washington uh, State employees are required to be vaccinated. So if you work for the state government, you work for Washington, Washington State. I wonder if that how that looks at Montana, Montana State, and the public universities. Does every I mean, does everybody have to be vaccinated if you're a state employee? But so I saw that, and I bring that up because we have uh, Big Sky Media Day football kickoff party next uh, or this Sunday and Monday out in Spokane. I will not be going this year, uh, just because I got so much travel next week. But uh, we'll have fun no matter what. So um, we will be talking to Coach Mike Vendis next Monday, though, about his move to uh, Northern. Uh, Tuesday we'll be in Great Falls talking with Frontier Media Days next week. And then live at the fairgrounds, 28th, 29th, and 30th next week for uh, the Last Chance Stampede. So looking forward to that. As I said, you can uh, weigh in anytime at Jaywalker Sports on the Twitter. You can Facebook us, tweet us, email Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. You can also uh, weigh in uh, via the phone call at 209-1267. So. Uh, what else uh, before we get to Lindsay Cruz? We have On This Day in History coming up, too, in the walk-off, so you'll want to stick around for that. Uh, Speaker Sprinklers, proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Speaker Sprinklers love green grass. Looking at my team roster for uh, the St. Pete's Golf Tournament coming up in August. Looking forward to that. Uh, the Olympics are underway. Do we care? Does anybody care about the Olympics? I know we got a couple of Montanans that we're rooting for. Uh, Allie Weiss, one of them. Um, Nick Heverland from Whitefish, another. She's in rugby. But uh, the the uh, women's soccer team, which has been woke for the last few years, and this, hasn't, this is not about equal pay or any of that crap, that is just dominating the news. But... And I don't, I don't, I'm not even going to go there. But softball won yesterday back into the Olympics for the first time. I think baseball won too, first time since, uh, what, 2008. But uh, the U.S. women's national soccer team lost 3 0 to Sweden yesterday. Now they can still win the gold and all that, but, um, again, once again, they protested because they're woke. This is the team that refuses to, uh, Stand by the uh, for the flag, but or stand up for the flag. I saw this from uh, Rob O'Neill on Twitter today, but it said he said it's fine to protest, but the U.S. women's soccer team boycotting goals may have gone too far. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Twitter was lighting lighting up the women's soccer team for getting getting blanked three 0 by Sweden. Somebody. Somebody tweeted that uh, they lost 3 nothing to a team of really, really attractive women because Sweden. So The Olympics get going. I think opening ceremonies are Friday. Why do you have a stuff on, like, 
three days before and then the opening ceremonies. That makes no sense, right? And the opening ceremonies, I mean, you're not going to have anybody in the stands. Fans aren't allowed. You have, um, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. Like 80% of Japan and its residents don't even want the Olympics to start. Will they start even, I mean, will they actually go off without a hitch? I read somewhere that Japan, Tokyo is going to lose like $16 billion because it costs like $26 billion to, uh, to uh, put, it, put this thing on. So Anyway, uh, there you go. Just what's on the what's on the mind and what's in the news here as we uh, get going here on a uh, on a Wednesday. Uh, like I said, we are going to chat with uh, Governor Greg Gianforte coming up. In the news, um, not sure why that is being loud. There we go. Let's turn that off. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll talk to to Governor Greg Gianforte on the way. Also going to uh, talk to Lindsay Cruz. She's a barrel racer. Um, yes, the uh, Swedish soccer team. <laughs> uh, so my dad on the on the Facebook just now asked if the Swedish soccer team was as good looking as the ski team was. So back in, oh gosh, I don't even know, 1998, 97, 98. I think it was 98. My buddy and I had gone out to... Uh, a bar in Bozeman. It's no longer there. It's a great bar. Um, but we uh, we were at this bar dancing and ended up with the University of Colorado ski team back at our house in Gallatin Gateway. Um, and that was fun. That was a good time. And then, of course, they're all, you know, tall blondes, even the dudes. And my brother was like, I don't know, 15 at the time, something like that, 16. But he comes busting out of his bedroom because we're jamming the music, we're playing pool. I mean, there's like 50 people in this basement. And we're having a good time. My brother's all freaking out. What the hell? Oh, and then he saw these attractive women, and he's only wearing his, like, shorts to sleep in. But he comes busting out all upset, and then he finds out all these really attractive girls are in my house. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. University of Colorado ski team, 1998, hanging out. They were in Bozeman for the Big Sky Championships, and we ended up with two passenger vans out in uh, at our house in Gateway. So probably the best night of my brother's life. Maybe my dad's, too. I don't know. All right, there's that. Uh, okay, we'll take a break. We'll come back. When we do, we're going to talk rodeo with Lindsay Cruz. She got to go to Calgary for the first time. What was that experience like? We'll talk to her about that. Also, Governor Greg Gianforte on the way on this day in history and much more. Jason Walker Show coming back, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. 
When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Going to talk with the governor of Montana, Greg Gianforte, coming up a little bit later on. Also on this day in history and more coming up. Don't forget, tomorrow we're going to talk rivalries with the rivalry guys from NoRivalry.com. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to that. Um... Yeah, that was a fun party back in 19... I can't believe it's been that long. 98 when we had the Colorado ski team at our house uh, out in Gallatin Gateway. But anyway, uh, let's get our first guest on the phone on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. She is uh, not yet a world champ, maybe, but she's won the state multiple times. How many times have you won the NRA finals? Um, Gosh, NRA, I, I want to say like four or five. And the PRCA, I want to say about five. <laughs> so you've won a lot is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Try to anyway. <laughs> she is Lindsay Cruz, the great barrel racer from, uh, what, Fromberg now, right? Is that is that where we're at? Yeah. Okay. Correct. Um, yeah. You, left us, you left us in the Helena Valley area. You moved on down to the southeast. But uh, you finally got into your house. How's that? Yes, it's great. It's been awesome. And... Um, Loving all the room, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm sure the kids are too. Yes, 
very much. Um, yeah. And how's Jess doing? All right, good. He just took off um, to go to some. He's just doing circuit rodeos this year. And so he just took off about 10 minutes ago to head to some rodeos oh. for the weekend. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, and you're just, uh, you just got done from, and back from Calgary, and that's what I really want to want to talk to you about. Was that, you, that was your first trip, right? It was, yep. You know, been there before with Jesse just to watch, but never competed. So that was, that was my first time competing. That's awesome. How was it? Amazing. Like, unexplainable. I think um, it was probably one of the best experiences with rodeo that I've ever had. So definitely, definitely fine. <laughs> so. It's um, it's a different environment up there. For sure. And, you know, the protocols that we had to do to actually um, be able to compete um, was kind of nuts, but it actually worked out. You know, we had to be there without any of our families. Um, you couldn't bring anybody with you, obviously, and had to quarantine for about four days. COVID test every other day. Um, you know, it, it was kind of strange, but it, it worked out, and it was actually pretty fun. So definitely you- would it over. <laughs> you can't wait to get back. <laughs> right. That's right. You got to wait a year. Uh, but w- I'm sure it was really exciting, Lindsay, because they weren't able to go last year, like most rodeos down in the States too, but I'm sure it was just crowded or crazy up there as far as, Hey, we're back rodeo in here at Calgary. Yeah. You know, they have, of course, all different kind of shows and the fair. And I mean, just the list goes on. So it was it was pretty much always busy, and they go on for ten days, so it was it was nice to see. I think they're a little bit behind where we're at, but that was the initial first concert, everything since COVID. So um, I think they were pretty excited to get started back up. And of course, uh, how'd you do? Um, I leased a horse from a girl um, here in Montana because I actually sold my good horse back in the end of February. So I wanted to be competitive and just watch this horse. And I'm like, you know, that horse looks like it would be able to handle Calgary because it's such a hard pattern and a huge arena. And I think you need the right horse to do well. But um, gosh, I think we won the first round of our pool, placed the second round, just out of it our third round, and then placed again in our fourth round. And then they they take back top four money earners to, um, to the championship Sunday. And along with the other four money earners from pool A, and then you compete against that plus two wild card people that did make it to the top four of each pool. And then they run you through and then they take top four from that to the final four round. So um, ended up making the final four and then ended up third overall. So it was, it was fun <laughs> and it made a, made a good chunk of change. So that's good. Well, that, yeah, that's, uh, that's always uh, important is uh, for you guys is to get the money out of the way first. I mean, you, you got to right. win to, to get on, stay on the road. So <laughs> congratulations exactly. on that. As yeah, we, uh, thank you. We talked to Lindsey Cruz here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, the champion barrel racer in the state of Montana. So you couldn't take like, because I know mom usually travels with you, but you couldn't take mom or um, the girls or, or, or uh, any of the kids, right? No. Uh, and, you know, we've been going as a family for a while. And, yeah, you couldn't take anybody. So, I mean, that was the first time. I think that's the longest I've ever been away because it was about 10 days total. Um, from my kids, uh, let alone our youngest. So that was pretty hard. But, um, you know, Jesse, there wasn't much going on here, so he stayed home. And then also had my parents to help. So that was good. Yeah. <laughs> but it was definitely interesting to go by yourself. And, but 
but you you can quarantine with the other contestants, but at least you're not alone alone. <laughs> so at least you have interaction with other people. <laughs> so that wasn't all so bad. That's uh, so you didn't go completely off the grid. Right, just a little bit. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, it was, man! It was all, all right, so you mentioned did you? So you sold CoverGirl, is that right? I did. Yep. Why? Um, she's really so good. good. Home. I know she's amazing, but I just kind of figured it's hard for me to go really hard, and I I felt that we accomplished everything we could in Montana and then some, and it's just a really good home she went to, and she's now. Um, making this girl's dreams come true. She's currently at nationals with her right now, um, high school national finals. Oh, wow. And she made her first one yesterday and makes another one today. And so um, she's just making her dreams come true, and that just does my heart good. And, you know, I'll just be on a young horse, a six-year-old, just back to seasoning again. But that's how you make them. So I figure you got to start somewhere. <laughs> well, so. you're a pretty good cowgirl and, and a horsewoman, so you can, uh, you'll can you get one trained up pretty quick. Well, I appreciate that. Try to anyway. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, you'll will be help. fine. You'll be fine. So you're uh, you're doing a lot of uh, basically just PRCA circuit Montana this year then, eh? Yeah, I haven't got to go to one NRA yet. It just hasn't worked out that way. I sure like to, but um, as far as PRCA, um, that's kind of just my goal is to season a, a young horse and just go to our circuit rodeos and kind of see how it pans out. Um, so I guess we'll just kind of play with it. But as of now, I've only got to go to a few scenes on. It probably took me out of, I want to say there was about three or four that I wasn't able to make, but that's all right. We'll, we'll play catch up hopefully. So. Yeah, well, there's there's some good ones coming up for sure uh, here in the state. But yep. you were did you you guys spent the spring mostly down after Kissimmee in uh, Texas? Is that? Yeah, actually, right before that, we were in Texas. Um, really, like right after our circuit finals, we head down and we were down there for a little bit, and then came home because um, I had sold Cover Girl, and so I ended up leasing a horse for Land Finals. So we just flew down for that, and then came home and kind of just been going to jackpot barrel races about all until rodeo started in June. So, Gotcha. Talking with Lindsay Cruz, the uh, barrel racer from Montana, uh, about her season so far. So it's going to be a little bit slower and a uh, little bit more relaxed this year for both you and Jesse then. Yeah, I think so. Just, you know, like I said, doing circuit rodeos. Um, I, I had to turn out of some rodeos this week, so he kind of just went solo to a few of them. And, um, I think it's just trying to get back in the groove of it after being, you know, like last year being so odd and not right. getting to go to a whole bunch. So it was kind of like trying to get back in the, the groove of things. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's not a bad thing. At least we still get to be home and rodeo at the same time, which makes it nice. So, oh, for sure. And, you know, I, I know the kids are great, but uh, they probably enjoy being at home a little bit more too. Yes, they're kind of getting to the age and, you know, we'll have to in school full time. Um, come about a month from now. Right. So, yeah. So it is kind of nice to be able to be home and and still do what you love. So, you no, know, Paisley's yeah. not teaching the little ones yet. <laughs> right. We should. <laughs> we should. You know that. <laughs> so I think she could. She could handle it just fine. I think so too. <laughs> How are they doing without the mutton busting around these rodeos? I know they they've been asking. Cruz's been asking and. I'm not sure. I was kind of trying to look into Helena Great Falls, but I haven't heard anything if they are. So. No, Helena's but, not. They got the steer riding, but no, uh, no mutton okay. busting. So. Oh really? Yeah. Oh shoot. Yep. Um, yeah. Which is a bummer because I enjoy watching I, the, the cruises win. <laughs> yes, yeah, trying to anyway. <laughs> well, you can put Paisley but, on a steer. 
Yeah, she might even like that. Cause <laughs> I should ask her. I guess I haven't told her. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. I'm sure Jesse would love that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the, what's the plan for the summer then? I mean, just kind of hanging around the state and um, – you know, it's it's a different year. Like we said, we're getting back into the swing of things, and I think people are like approaching everything as it's their first go round, and, and it almost feels like right. we're a bunch of rookies out there on the circuit again. I kind of agree with that, and I think that's why we just. I mean, this is probably the the most amount of time that we've spent not going, but we're still trying to do enough circuit rodeos that you can get your count and um, you know win enough money to get into circuit finals because our circuit finals money counts towards world standing. So you can always look at it. If you have a good circuit finals, that kind of helps you get into some more winter rodeos in Texas, you know, during the winter months. So that's just kind of, I mean, we don't really have a plan. <laughs> it's kind of like everything's kind of thrown up, but I think it's safe to say, just try to, you know, get to our circuit finals again would be nice. So at wow. least for this year. Yeah, and, I mean, you guys have, have won there many times. Um, I, I did talk to you right after Kalispell, I think, and that was a different arena, but it was still a pretty good environment after winning up there, right? Yes, that's right. Yep. Um, I think I I think she placed in the average there and then ended up winning the year end. So it, it was a good deal, and, and I think people were anxious to get out and watch some rodeo. Yeah. So. Oh, for sure. I mean, no, I am. I can't wait till the Stampede next week and uh, here in town. Um, Lindsay yeah, Cruz joining us here and, and you guys aren't coming or are you? We are. Yes. I believe we're the last performance there. Okay. Um, I couldn't tell you a date, but I know it's a Saturday night and that's it's the, the last performance. That's so. the 31st then. So you're up there. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And we will be there. So. Yeah, nice. Nice. Um, did you get to yeah. Red Lodge and, and Livingston and all those? Um, we made it to Red Lodge. We got rained out at Livingston. I opted not with the young horse. I didn't think she needed that quite yet, but, um, we did get to go to just a couple, that and um, Big Fork, I think. Mm. I think that's about all we went to over the 4th. It wasn't much. It was just kind of down time. I don't think we even, they were close enough. We could drive to come home. Right. So, um, but we did go and, I mean, I was seasoning, so I she was right there wanting to check, but didn't get one. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's all right. That's just part of it. So, so she's six. What's her name? Um... I am in the process of finding another one, but the horse that I was running at the time, her name was Ruby. Okay. Yep, and she was just six years old and never been to rodeo yet till the mid-June. So it was already won me a few checks out of them. So definitely she she was going to be a rodeo horse. <laughs> so, <laughs> But yeah. is she handling the crowds okay? Oh, loves it. Yep, I think she's off of it more. So okay. that's been that's been good. That's when you know they'll make a rodeo horse. So, <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to you don't want to get them spooked out there for sure. Right. As exactly. We, <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, it's just a it's a it's such a crazy year. Um, like I said, getting back into it, but I can't wait to see you in Helena for sure. Um, but how's how's everything else? Like you know the traveling and. and Getting to Canada is a little different, but traveling around, you know, you were in different states last uh, the last six months. How's that been? Because they have different or had different rules at times. Yeah, you know, it hasn't been too bad. I, I kind of feel like things are trying to open up. Um, I know when we went in the winter, it was a little different. San Antonio, I mean, the restrictions was a little bit odd, I guess. 
to be able to compete and be there also, um, or even just be parked there was kind of nuts. But I, I feel like everything's starting to get back to normal, which is a good thing. So I don't notice it as much, um, which I think is great. So I think everybody's itching at it yep. to get back to normal here. Um, okay, so Calgary's a bucket list rodeo. What else other bucket list rodeos are you working on now? Gosh, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> you've um, done San Antonio. Yep. Uh, Houston. Houston. Okay. Um, yep, and the, they didn't have that this year. Kind of a bummer because that's one of those we got into through winter rodeos, um, which was, you know, they canceled it last minute. So that was kind of a bummer, but um, that would be another bucket list. It's been a while. I think the last time I competed there was pregnant with Paisley, so it's, it's been a while. <laughs> I would like to get back to that one. But How about Denver? Um, Denver, yep, we went to, I guess not this year, but previous year we had. Okay. But that is a good one too. So you ran? Did yeah, you run in Cheyenne a couple years ago? Um, I haven't been there for a long time, okay. but that is a very good rodeo, and that's happening. I think today was the first show for the racers to get back into the performances. So yeah, yeah, I think that's it, always usually during Helena. Oh yeah, because the uh, yep. the uh, the short, the short goes on the Sunday yep. after the stampede ends. Yeah, yeah, because so people are trying to commute. Yep. Yep. Because Jackie Jensen wanted me a couple years ago just to be be her driver to get down to Cheyenne. Right. It's like, oh man, if I could have, I totally would have. Um, right. <laughs> oh, that's for me a bucket list guy, uh, item. Yeah, it's a good one. I we haven't been there for a while either, but yeah, it was always a great rodeo. And of course, Vegas. But maybe by next year we'll have everything lined up so that we can start doing some rodeos that we actually want to. That would be awesome. But yeah, Vegas has yeah. to, I mean, that's always bucket. Oh, by far. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by far. Yep. <laughs> For sure. Um, so you'll be in, uh, so you're not going anywhere this weekend. Jesse's out and about, and I think there's just a couple on the Montana circuit, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's Forsyth tonight, which is Pro Rodeo, and then Plenty Woods tomorrow. Yep. And then um, Shelby, which I was kind of pondering the idea of going to Shelby. But they wouldn't let us buddy together, which is kind of odd for Shelby. So he's up Saturday night, and I'm up Saturday morning if I decide to go. But oh, gotcha. if that's at least where he's headed, so so meet him up there. But and then, yeah, uh, so not much until next week. When you'll both be in uh, Lewistown and uh, Helena, right? Yep, for sure. And then great. We I mean, it, we're getting we're getting into the fun ones now. I mean, they're all that's fun, right. but the, the yeah. bigger ones for the Montana, really. So yeah, you definitely look forward to this time of the year. Um, and you know, Helena will always feel like hometown for me. So sure. I'm always looking forward to that one. So, well, you always get a big reception when you, uh, fly into the arena. So that's always fun. <laughs> that's a good thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get booed as you run in, right? Right. That's right. But oh. It's a pretty electric crowd. I've always said Helena, you know, that's the most noise and it's just a fun crowd. So it's, it's always great to be in a performance there. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you. Uh, it's always fun to catch up and uh, chat about the kids. I haven't seen them in like two years, so I'm anxious I, to see them yeah, next week now. <laughs> I've yeah, seen the pictures. <laughs> yeah, it looks crazy how tall they're all getting. Right? <laughs> oh, man. And what, Harley's just growing too? And Yes. Oh, yeah, B3 in October. So yep. it's, it's crazy. Oh, man. I uh, yep. Yeah. Any more? No. No breaking no, no. news here on the Jason Walker <laughs> show? <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> Three is good for the cruise. Fan. I love it. Hey, yeah. uh, Lindsay, uh, safe travels. Take, uh, say hi to Jess, and we'll see you guys next Saturday. I will.
Okay, sounds great. Thanks so much. Thank you. That is uh, Lindsay Cruz joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. She's always uh, always fun to chat with, and um, I just it's a great great family. I mean, Jesse, of course, you know, world champ back in '09. Lindsay's won a ton of circuit finals and NRA titles, and and Jesse has too. They're just uh, and the kids are great. So love the love the Cruz family, and that's you know we talk about rodeo and family all the time, but. They're one of my faves. They definitely are. Uh, all right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. I know you guys are all anxious to find out about Governor Gianforte's fishing trips. Also, a breaking news story coming up. Well, not really news, but maybe do I share it tonight or wait till tomorrow? I don't know. I'll decide. You can tweet us at Jay Walker Sports or Facebook us or uh, call into the show at 209-1267. Should we share the news tonight or wait till tomorrow? You know, you don't even know what the news is. So do you want to hear it tonight or tomorrow? Let me know. All right, quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk with the governor, Greg Gianforte, next. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. 
Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. The Jason Walker Show anytime and anywhere. Download the Jason Walker Show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Jason Walker Show. Back, final segment on a Wednesday. Lindsay Cruz joining us via the Mike Miller State Farm Line, as do all of our guests. Also, uh, in another edition of That's What She Said. Brought to you by Dinners Done Right. Get into Dinners Done Right right now for all of your uh, dinner needs for tonight or tomorrow. Because I can guarantee you, you're not going to have dinner with the same people or same person I am tomorrow night. I think I'll just wait till tomorrow to tell you who I'm having dinner with tomorrow night. By the way, tomorrow coming up on the show, we'll talk to uh, the guys from NoRivalry.com. And get the, we'll find out what is the best rivalry in college football. And how did they come up with it? They have a scientific, computerized way. So we'll talk to, uh, we'll talk to those guys tomorrow. Uh, on this day in history, still to come, and a whole lot more here on the Jason Walker Show. Montana Horses Magazine, it is all horses, all Montana, packed with every wonderful, wow-worthy thing you'll ever want to know about all things. Montana Horses. Check them out, MontanaHorses.com. All right. Earlier today, got the chance to check up with our uh, governor, Greg Gianforte, and uh, asked him about uh, the fires in the state of Montana and uh, a new unemployment deal. We'll check in with the governor now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Well, first off, you're, uh, you're six months into your term. How are you feeling? You know, I was really pleased. We worked collaboratively with the legislature, and we got uh, the major elements of the Montana Comeback Plan implemented. We lowered people's taxes. We're reducing regulations. We protected constitutional rights. Uh, so we're uh, all in. I mean, I share this with people. It's almost incomprehensible, but we, I signed 550 bills in the law. Wow. And uh, so we're, we've moved the needle, and uh, we're making uh, – Montana, uh, more pro-business uh, while we're protecting our way of life. Governor Greg Gianforte joining us, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Uh, you signed a, a new bill yesterday. Um, tell me about this unemployment, uh, or uh, you've announced the process to reduce unemployment fraud. Tell me about this. Yeah, so we've been taking a number of steps here to get people back to work. I mean, it starts back with getting vaccines to the right people, protecting small businesses from frivolous lawsuits, removing hours of operations restrictions. And then we removed the supplemental unemployment benefits uh, that were paying people not to work. Yesterday, what we did, uh, we heard from a lot of uh, uh, small businesses that they spend all the energy trying to find people and then people wouldn't even show up for interviews. Mm. So yesterday, 
we have we have now re-implemented the work search requirements on unemployment, and it makes sense. Listen, we want the safety net to be there for folks who hit a rough patch. Uh, we'll cover the expenses while they're looking for work, but they have to make an earnest effort. And the law is very clear. Um, if you're on unemployment and you're able-bodied, this doesn't apply to disabled folks or single moms with little kids, but if you're able-bodied and you can work, you need to at least be looking for work. And we were hearing from employers that they'd have seven, eight interviews in the day and literally no one would show up. So now we've created a process where small businesses, if they have somebody coming in for an interview, um, they can report when someone doesn't show up for the interview. And that's just part of the input to determine if people are actually eligible for unemployment benefits. It's all benefits. It's all about getting people back to work. Yeah, and, and you were the first governor in the uh, the the, uh, the state to sign uh, to, to drop the unemployment benefits, which uh, I think is going to get you know we'll see some results. I think starting next month, that you give it a month to work out, right? Well, uh, we did. We the benefits ended. We gave everybody like six weeks notice. So that, I mean, there's no surprises here, uh, and it shouldn't be a surprise. We're, we're the emergency is over. Uh, still, people still have to be careful. I still encourage people to get vaccinated if they. Uh, are inclined to do that. That's a part of staying safe. Uh, but we live in a world with some risks. Uh, but the pandemic's over, and uh, it's time to get back to normal. Governor Greg Gianforte joining us, Jason Walker Show. Uh, fires in Montana have been a big, big deal, and I know you've been around the state not only talking with uh, firefighters but visiting these sites, and uh, it's a state of emergency almost, isn't it? Oh, it is a state of emergency. And, and first, I just want to send a big thank you to all the people that are fighting fire. We have Forest Service, we have BLM, we have contractors, we have uh, uh, the uh, uh, DNRC folks who really lead the efforts for the state. Uh, they're putting in long hours. This is a marathon. It's drier now than we've seen uh, in many, many years, even at the end of August. Uh, and just to put this in perspective, not a whole lot of people realize this, we've had over 1,500 fires so far this year. And I would say over 90%, over 95%, we squelch immediately. We do aggressive initial attack. We get them put out. Unfortunately, with the dry conditions, we have, some of them get away from us. And uh, 70 to 80% of the fires we've seen here recently have been human-caused. So uh, we're going to have this smoke with us for a while, uh, but there's a lot we can all do. We have to be careful. Um, when we're out in the woods, and that may mean make sure your chains don't drag, don't park in tall grass, don't be flicking butts off the road. I mean, whatever it is, these are the things that are causing fires right now, and uh, we're, we're not going to be done with this until we get some precipitation. Yeah, I, I mean, this may go till November, late October, um, hopefully sooner mm-hmm. than later, but what does this mean when you declare a state of an emergency for Montana as far as FEMA and federal government help? Well, there are certain requirements. We've had a couple of fires that reached the federal threshold for getting federal resources, and that the feds then pay for about 75% of the firefighting costs. Okay. But the state of emergency in the state allows us to call up National Guard resources. Uh, and uh, so we're, we've done that. Uh, they're helping provide. Some of them are on the fire line. Uh, some are providing traffic control and other services. So those, uh, the firefighters themselves can do a better job at their job. Gotcha. Um, you've also been touring the state, uh, not just fire stuff, but uh, talking with uh, with folks around the state. What are you hearing? 
Well, we're, I did kick off my 56 county tour. I love to get to every county every year. Uh, and, uh, I, I don't have to, this isn't news to anybody, but it's dry out there. I was up in South of Malta on a ranch. Uh, you know, it's so dry. They had the, the grasshopper infestation. Um, and, uh, the grasshoppers had just kind of slipped off the hay field. There was nothing left. Uh, so it's tough for our farm and ranch, uh, producers right now. Uh, I've, many of our counties, uh, have been declared, uh, uh, drought emergencies. I've called on the USDA to declare all of Montana uh, a drought disaster, uh, and that opens up relief for our farmers and ranchers. But again, this is contributing to the wildfires, but it's also threatening, it's uh, impacting the livelihoods of our producers. Uh, So that's a thing. And then, uh, you know, I see see really bright lights. I was over in Billings, and uh, there was, uh, I got to visit with the firefighters there, uh, the local search and rescue. Uh, they had rescued a man out of a sugar silo at uh, Montana Sugar over there. And uh, he was trapped in there for hours. And you think, well, how hard is it to pull somebody out of some sugar? Well, OSHA came in and inspected afterwards. And they said, in similar situations, we've never actually seen someone survive. Uh, this man is up and about, and I had a chance to visit with the firefighters there at the uh, center in Billings and just thank them for the work. They had to go into this silo through an 18-inch hole and bring all their supplies in with them, including the plywood, the planks. They had to build a structure around this man so they could actually excavate him, all while more sugar is just pouring into the silo until they can get it turned off. So uh, really could have been a tragic situation. Uh, it was something to celebrate in the end. It was touch and go. Uh, but I was just so th- thrilled to be with those heroes there at the Billings uh, Search and Rescue. We're talking with Governor Greg Gianforte of Montana on the Mike Miller State Farm mm-hmm. Hotline. Uh, you've gotten a, a, a little chance, but are, are, like I said, to tour around the state, but are people mostly positive aside from droughts, aside from fires and things, but are people mostly positive that Montana may be starting to recover from last year? Um, we are getting back to work. I mean, I, I've been encouraged. I got a text from a, uh, a hotel restaurant owner. He said, since we've made the change in the uh, unemployment benefits, he, the word he used was inundated with resumes. Mm. Uh, and this is a good thing. Nobody wants to be dependent on the government for a check. Uh, they, they want the dignity that comes from standing on their own feet, the satisfaction of doing the job and making your own way. Uh, and we have lots of work available. So, we want to put the incentives on getting people back to work and creating more good-paying jobs. I've been having discussions uh, with companies across the country who are saying, maybe we should come to Montana open up, create some good-paying jobs there. That will allow more of our kids to stay here. And one of the things I'm most excited about is we kicked off our Come Home Montana program in the Department of Commerce here a little over a month ago. And it's a very simple program. Uh, you know, we've been exporting our kids and grandkids for decades. Let's get them to come home. So what we're doing is we're using a website, comehomemontana.com, and we're using social media to target people all over the country who have graduated from Montana high schools and universities and telling them, pack your bags and get your fannies back here. Maybe you want to bring a job with you. Maybe you want to start a business here. Maybe you want to go to work for one of our existing Montana employers. But you know the quality of life. 
And the good news is when we do that, these folks, because they grew up here or went to school here, they're going to bring Montana values back with them and make our community stronger. How's the fishing this summer for you? Uh, I've gotten into a few. <laughs> I see you and the, you and the, the, the first lady have, uh, have done, have done pretty well early in the summer anyway. Oh, we did. It's always good to get out. I mean, this is why we live here, right? I mean, it's just, it's awesome. Uh, I'm going to be on, on Saturday. I'm taking a big hike. Uh, I do, I do have a, I get a line wet once in a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I enjoy that. Uh, you've been going to the rodeos too. A good time for you there. It is. You know, I always get to the Red Lodge Rodeo every year where I was also able to get to the Livingston Rodeo. And, uh, I, uh, they're very kind to let me, uh, do the, uh, the prayer at the beginning to kick the thing off. And I just think it's a, there's no more patriotic group than a rodeo audience. And, uh, they, they honor the flag. Uh, they stand tall. They take their cap off and they're not afraid of, uh, uh, thanking their Lord for the blessings they have in their lives. And I, I just, it's, it's a great place to be. It is. Rodeo is, uh, is the most patriotic for sure. Yeah. I know you got to run. Appreciate the time. Um, we'll catch up again soon, but uh, keep up the great work. Okay. Thank you so much. That is Governor Greg Gianforte on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline joining us and, uh, looking forward to chatting with him again, um, uh, very soon, but, uh, uh, always appreciate him taking time to uh, to chat with uh, the Jason Walker Show, which uh, it's always a good time. Uh, let's see here. What else? Does... Oh, uh, so, okay, I'll, I'll show the picture. This is, um, we talked about our soccer team. Speaking of standing up for the flag, which Rodeo does all the time, um, our uh, U.S. women's national team, which is super woke, that woke culture, uh, they got beat today in the opening game 3-0 to Sweden in the Olympics. I know they're probably still going to win the whole thing, but uh, Sweden's been kind of a nemesis. But uh, I'll just I'll just leave that there for a couple of seconds. Um, and we talked, remember, Sweden didn't shut down either. So locked down last year. Uh, Sweden's got things going on. <laughs> Doubt about that. Uh, let's see. What else did we want to get to? Um, I got to figure out how to save uh, something. Anyway, uh, okay, let's do On This Day in History. It is brought to you by Big Sky Print, where we print what you wear. Uh, I love getting text messages. They're so fun. Um, no, I mean that. Seriously. Uh, Big Sky Print, where we print what you wear. Corner of uh, Euclid and Henderson and Helena. 35 years plus experience. Get it done. You want hats? You want? Uh, they're just awesome. Sheila and the gang, fantastic over there at uh, Big Sky Printwear. Today is July 21st. It is National Junk Food Day. It is also Be Someone Day and National Hot Dog Day. I don't know why National Hot Dog Day is 17 days after the 4th of July, but everybody talks about having hot dogs on the 4th of July. You've got the hot dog eating contest from Nathan's on the 4th of July. Why is National Hot Dog Day on July 21st? Makes no sense. Is it because it's right in the middle? It's not even in the middle of summer. We're a third of the way through. On this date in 1963 at the PGA Championship in Dallas, Jack Nicklaus wins the first of his five PGA Championships. 1973, Hank Aaron hits uh, Ken Brett's fastball for a 700th home run. 2013 at the British, it's the Open Championship. Phil Mickelson wins his fifth major. He beat Henrik Stenson by three shots. And then Henrik came back and beat Phil 
a few years later. Was it 2015? 20, no, it was 2016, I believe, right? Yeah, at the Open. It was a great battle. Like Phil has shot like a 63 the day before, and Henrik shoots a 63 the next day or vice versa. It was awesome. Great battle. And Henrik hasn't been around for a while. Uh, 1865 on this date, Market Square, Springfield, Missouri. Wild Bill Hickok would shoot and kill Davis Tutt in what is regarded as the first true Western showdown. Uh, uh, and speaking of outlaws, 1873, relative Jesse James along with James Younger and their gang, the first train robbery at uh, Adair, Iowa. But uh, I got to get... Springfield, Missouri, isn't that? That's where Jesse's buried, I believe. My family member, Jesse James. It's like my eighth cousin. So, uh, on this day in history, brought to you by Big Sky Printware. They have direct to garment printing, and it's awesome because then stuff's not going to fade and, and tear apart. It's going to be just fantastic forever. So, get into Big Sky Printware. Do it. You'll enjoy it. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off is brought to you by Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Sky meets, or the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. Shrimp etouffee, beignets. Oh, the menu is just so good. Fried green tomatoes. Do you like those? Um... Get, get in. They're open uh, Monday 11 to 3, Tuesday through Friday 11 to 8, and then Saturday 9 to 3. But I love this menu. It makes me so hungry every time I look at it. Catfish. Oh, the catfish. The little one loves the fried catfish. You can also get fried or a catfish po' boy, grilled or fried. You can get um, like 30 different kinds of po' boys. Well, maybe not. Maybe like 20. But, uh, man, hot turkey, Philly cheese. You can get pitas. You can build your own po' boy. Well, they'll build it for you, but get in. Cafe Zydeco, Euclid, Helena, also in Billings and Bozeman. Uh, so there's no more. I, um, I, saw this is, I saw this today on the Twitter. Josh Margolis from Haver put this up. Uh, KFC and A&W and Haver, no more. Like they've, they've, there's no more. It sucks, but... Does that mean that Haver really doesn't have it? Right? No? Crickets instead? Okay. I know, it's cheesy. Um, so it's gone. But So Haver doesn't have it. They always said Haver did, but apparently not. All right, had fun today. Hope you did too. Hey, tomorrow... We're talking rivalries, college football, with uh, the NoRivalry.com guys. Next week, we're live at the fairgrounds. We'll have Coach Van Dies next Monday as well. We'll be in Great Falls. We'll be in Helena. We'll be everywhere. It's going to be fun. Um, the walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco, as I said. We love Cafe Zydeco. And it reminds me, don't do this. i got to put it up on the video. Don't, don't do that. You're watching. <laughs> oh, we're going to save that video. Love it. We'll do it again tomorrow at 4. We'll talk rivalries. Thanks to Lindsey Cruz, Governor Greg Gianforte. You go to jasonwalkershow.com. See you tomorrow at 4.
by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.